Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also protected by Brandenburg v. Ohio, 1969 which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to ins- Oh, Jason, you're jammed. Episode 159. And, uh, yeah, we don't have a name because we're doing these live now. Yeah. So we'll come up with a name later. I mean, to, it'll be. I'm gonna have to alter my 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 thing my my intro. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Um. Do we even have? Oh, we do have a list. Okay, it's just that you and Derek were talking so much that I lost track of it. Yes, we have a list. <laughs> we always have like that's the like I've picked up like two things from my mom, and one is like, um, uh, the love of grilled tuna and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, the others making lists. Now, so I'm not very good at, at making lists or doing things on lists. I mean, you know, I do love deadlines. I love the whooshing sound as they go by. <laughs> My mom had a certain level of OCD and she loved to keep lists and um, not like a hoarder, but she was a pack rat. Like, oh, yeah thing for like four months but then she couldn't throw that stuff away so when she passed we uh, we went through her stuff and she had like two five gallon buckets full of full of seashells <laughs> like a three gallon bucket full of sand and oh, all these geez. rocks my like, uh my aunt... pine cones and it was weird yeah my my aunt, when she went to Hawaii, she brought back everybody like those bottles from like Hobby Lobby, like with the cork metal cork things. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're full of like sand from the beach and then like ocean water and then like corked up. She gave those to everybody. And I'm like, I mean, it's it's not exactly Hawaii, but I guess that's could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Could be a I damn have, t-shirt. Uh, true. Do lighters. They do those too. Yeah, Before we get started, yeah. I want to give a shout out to uh to Eric and Tyler. They were recording on uh Rebel Without a Cause. Uh that is yep. and they I made a comment and he put it up on the screen. It was completely unrelated. And Tyler's like, oh, that's Jason. He's in California. And they talked about the podcast for a little bit and gave us a, little, a cool, positive review. So that was uh, that was fantastic. So. Yeah, that was, uh, I got to say, like, I, I went back and I watched that uh, to, to uh, hear what they actually said. And uh, I was like, kind of kind of geeking out man like that was really cool mm-hmm. that like they they gave us a, a quick shout out and stuff and so if you're here because uh they told you to come listen to us like yeah. awesome and thanks yeah. to those guys <laughs> we, cool like we have 
like we have we have such a small podcast like the the end of the year wrap up that spotify does um i sent a couple screenshots to the to the chat group and um like we hit 20 we hit 20,000 listens on mp3 that have been up since like september 2019 <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it, you know slow and steady wins the race we're not the air so yeah since since september 2019 we've gotten 20 thousand mp3 listens i think it was like twenty thousand forty six or something so but we hit twenty thousand woo i woo. mean i i'm not gonna complain that's no i mean hell yeah it was like and there was like like 37 episodes this year um not including this one current one and like um it average it, it came out to an average of like an hour and 58 per episode per episode and so what does that figure? We probably have what, like five listeners. <laughs> so, well, actually, according, 000... according to the the thingy that the, the the wrap up, it says we have a hundred and a hundred and thirty one unique. So we have a hundred and thirty one different people that listen to this, which means there's a hundred and thirty of you that are really bored, and one of you that is probably criminally insane. Yeah, at least statistically, at least one. Um, but that means that they listen to an average of a, almost 153 hours. Why? <laughs> Man, I don't know. That's uh, why, why would you? I don't know. Some people are. I'm all about that though, man. We're over 100 subscribers. Like that's freaking sweet. Yeah the uh, like, the Facebook is or the the Facebook the um the YouTube I think is like 350 subscribers. So at least that many people see us. Yeah, sweet. Hopefully you guys all click the little bell icon so you see when we go live and shit. No misses, because I have discovered, I, I think I mentioned it before, if you try to search for Anarchy Among Friends oh. on YouTube, it will not find us. Like, we're blocked from YouTube searches. You you can't pull us up. You have to actually go either to the Voluntary Agrarian uh, YouTube page or somebody needs to send you a link to find us. Yeah. Because I don't know, we we are who we are on that one, I guess. Well, it's probably because we occasionally have you know the the big scary firearms on the show and we firearms and we, we say, and we say the c word, which is COVID. Constant. Oh, I was gonna say constitution. Oh no, the the, the other c word. Oh, okay, okay. No. Yeah, the the coof. Yeah, and the Zeshwan flu. And... Um. <laughs> Let's see. That sounds like it might be a good segue into the first article. Sweet. Um, let's see. We got two. We can, we can go East Coast or West Coast. Um, why don't you know? Wait, let's see. I'm looking at the. Why don't we do the the Fox News article just because? Which one? Well, one it's it's Fox News, and two because it's about masks, which is one of my least favorite things. What? Oh, the the student. Yes, because this one, like, let's. Let, I mean, I want to start out like okay, getting pissed this, off. Uh, this is this is <laughs> this is tech. This is technically an update on a uh, previous article that we covered. All right, we covered a, a previous article about a school that literally tied a mask to a six-year-old special needs girl's face because she kept taking it off. She's special needs. Uh, they literally 
like they they put the mask on her and took some string and literally tied the mask onto her face. Right. If you had done that in Abu Ghraib, you would be tried for a war crime. Yes. Um, well, and, not if you're an American soldier. This was this was against the parents' wishes. This was against the parents' wishes, and they didn't know that it was happening until they, till the school, till the teacher forgot to take the mask off the girl when she went home at the end of the day. So the girl arrived home after the bus with the mask tied to her face, and the mask just completely soaked. With the girl's saliva and sweat. Just, yeah, because that's super healthy. Like, inhaling yes. stale yes, moisture. That's, that's not that's not how you get bronchitis at all. Yeah, no, that couldn't possibly result in any no, kind of infections no. or anything else. No, yeah, and no, this, no. Is, this is a, a six-year-old special need girl. She has, I think, Down syndrome and something else. And and one of the one of the things that they, that they pointed out in the, in the original article is that um, her tongue, her tongue is, is too large for her mouth. And so she kind of pants, right? She Her tongue kind of hangs out of her mouth a little bit. And putting the mask on her, it was just the tongue going up against the mask and saliva and just not good, right? But either way, uh, the police have determined that the Florida school did not commit child abuse by tying the mask to the disabled student's face. So the state investigated itself and found it did nothing wrong. What a shocker. Yes. A police report determined that a Florida school and its teachers did not commit a crime or child abuse after it emerged last month that they tied a mask to the face of a student with Down syndrome. Quote, there is insufficient evidence to support a criminal violation against the teacher and the instructional assistant of seven-year-old Sophia Bazara, reads a police report from the Indian Harbor Police Department. Quote, there was no evidence presented which supports that Sophia received physical or emotional injury. This case is closed as unfounded. Yeah, they she's nonverbal, motherfuckers. I'm like, I'm she's <laughs> fucking nonverbal. What was she? I'm doing? sorry. I'm sorry she didn't say excuse me. That is uncomfortable, and I am not enjoying this. Yeah, she's fucking nonverbal. She can't tell you that. That's what nonverbal means. Quote, as witnessed by multiple teachers, student aides, bus drivers, and school administration staff, at no time while having the mask tied on, did Sophia ever exhibit any signs of distress, discomfort, difficulty breathing, or any other health concerns, the investigators concluded. No, she, no, she didn't tell you. You know why she didn't tell you? Because she's fucking oh. horrible. Yes. Uh, the report comes after Bazara's or Bazara's stepfather, Jeffrey Steele, accused the educators at Ocean Breeze Elementary School in Indian Harbor, Indian Harbor Beach, Florida, of forcing his stepdaughter with Down syndrome to wear a mask by tying it to her head for roughly six weeks. I mean, Steele said that Sophia is nonverbal and has an enlarged tongue. He added that she cannot speak but breathes through her mouth, making the use of a mask dangerous to her health. On October 7th, Sophia stepped off the bus with a mask wet from her saliva tied to her head with a thin nylon string. He added that Sophia was not sent to school that day with a mask, nor any day prior. I mean, I 
I'm not going to say that regardless of the investigation, there are other solutions to this. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of solutions uh, that will get us canned off YouTube for suggestion. You but, know, uh, well, and, and uh, uh, Jack in the, uh, the comments is doing fun little word association uh, game there. <laughs> that, uh, so, uh, Sophia has an individual education plan. That's an IEP, which requires educators to notify parents of any changes to the plan. But still, that's the stepdad. So the school never informed him or his wife that Sophia would be required to wear a mask. They also claimed that the school did not ask for some consent to tie the mask to her face. This again is, is why we bring up repeatedly on this show. Stop sending your children to public fucking school. Cause this is what they do. This is what they do all the time. They had no. And again, remember we, how many, just last week we covered, uh, we covered where the school board is trying to keep parents from knowing. And we had a, a gubernatorial candidate in Virginia who said that parents don't deserve to know what their uh, or have any control over what their uh, their children are learning in school. Apparently, you don't get to know whether or not your child is being held down and having something tied to the fucking face. Oh, you know what I'm going to say next, right? Uh, every time, man. Every yes. fucking time. It gets better. Despite recommendations against criminal charges as a result of the investigation, the police report does co does corroborate Steele's claim that the teachers at the school tried several methods of attaching a mask to Sophia's face while not contacting her parents for consent. The school contacted other parents whose children were in Sophia's class and also had similar issues with keeping a mask on secured. Sophia had received an exemption to the school masks mandate, which was implemented in defiance of Florida Governor Ron Santos attempts to ban school mask mandates in response to a parent's complaint, but still hired an attorney and vowed legal action against the school. <laughs> she was even <laughs> exempt. She was she had an exemption on file with the school like she was she was not required to wear a mask. According to the school, she did not go to school with a mask. But yet the teacher and the school, because, you know, the, everybody saw this. The principal had to know, right, special ed's kid, there's only so many of those, that she was not wearing a mask when she got off the bus. But yet they're protecting this teacher who literally tied a mask against the parents' consent, against the orders, against the school policy. Tied it to a special needs girl's face, and there's no charges. Nobody's in trouble because the non-verbal special needs girl did not verbalize that she was not in that she was not comfortable with it. I and that's the thing too is like keep in mind one she's she's seven years old. Mm -hmm. Two, she's also got Down syndrome. Yes. And three, the people doing this are authority figures, which means she is going to be compliant with them because she's obviously been taught to be compliant mm -hmm. with the people in authority and she's trusting them. So when they do something mm -hmm. like this, obviously she's not going to rebel against it because she's trying to be a good kid and obey what she's told and do these things, which is also why you teach your kids to be fucking rebels. But... <laughs> 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 regardless this is 
Yeah, the, the runner doesn't <laughs> exempt anyone. <laughs> honk, yeah. honk. Yeah, Jack yeah. says, uh, the runner doesn't exempt anyone. We must all be protected. Whether we like it or not, we're in this together. Clown, clown. Um, yes, absolutely. That's why, that's why, you know what happens? You know what we need to do? We need, we need to, we need to go to the restaurants and, and learn what tables they're using. And then take those tables and chairs and put them in schools so that when kids sit down in schools, they're not going to get the Rona, right? Because exactly. you can't get the Rona, you can't get the Rona sitting down in a restaurant, right? Yeah, as long as you're sitting there eating, then it's okay. So yep. clearly, because you know, if the coronavirus just, comes in, they go, we just need to put, oh, just need to put restaurant tables oh. in schools, and then kids won't be able to get the Rona while they're sitting down. <laughs> I'm picturing the that Patrick Star meme from fucking uh spongebob with first we take the tables and <laughs> it's just it's it's so ridiculous like like number one the amount of fear mongering fear porn and and just hatred for individual liberty the, the individual rights that that take place for a for it to go this far right for for a for a teacher to feel justified in tying a mask to a special needs girl's face can you so as to, as okay to filter like, your... like how how do you get to that point that you feel justified or morally correct or whatever right i just it's did see and that's the thing is to to filter to filter whether or not your behavior seems okay, go if I <laughs> if this was testimony being delivered at the Nuremberg trials, would people glare at me? And if the answer is yes, then perhaps you don't have the moral high ground in your actions. I think that's a pretty solid litmus test. I, I think I think somebody needs to start a brand of hemp rope named Nuremberg. In Minecraft, yes. Hey, there are lots of people growing hemp now, right? So, yep. like, somebody's bound to be able to to make some nice, you know, like about the where where it gets about that thick, right around, right around yeah. there, you know. And you can maybe Just... do some loops and come up and around, and you know, have a nice slip knot, and you know, just a just a thought. I just it's this is as a parent. My my son my son is autistic. He, right, he's he has he's technically high functioning autism, right? But he is autistic, and he did have trouble in school. And I am so fucking glad that my kids are old enough that they were not in school while all this stuff was going on. They 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 graduated uh, in in twenty nineteen. But the amount of anger that I have over this situation—it's not my child. I have no relation to these people. I've never met them. I've, ne I've all I've seen the picture and, and read like two articles on it. The amount of anger I have is just literally insurmountable. I, yeah, I um, like I have two. I have I have wood chipper go burr playing in the back of my head right now. Yeah. Um. That has anybody made a song out of that yet? Yes. Like, I feel like that should be a rap. Uh, okay. The so. um, uh, the entry to Josh Smith's "Break the Cycle." Is the song Wood Chipper Go Burr? Um, mm. it, it's the, the punk version of it. So I really want to hear, I really want to hear a nice, a nice song like an Air July should do a there, nice there's rap. A, there's a, uh, the original one is, is an acoustic version, and then somebody else re re recorded it in a, as a punk version. 
I will I will fucking rap if no one else does. And trust me, you people do not want to hear this white boy attempt to rap. All right. I am not Tom McDonald. I am certainly not Eminem. You don't want to hear me rap, but I will do it if necessary so that that song exists. No. <laughs> and in an Irish accent. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. Because I will. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Like, I wind up with, like, a number one single. I would love to hit a pedophile driving in my car helicopter ride. Because it's clear outside. Okay, we'll do some research in these pedophile flights. Yep. Now that we're uh, now that we're gonna be banned from YouTube for that, you know that would be a great uh, great sing along um, oh, yeah. around like a campfire. Like I normally when dudes show up with to like bonfires with an acoustic guitar, I want to be like uh, uh, Belushi in a uh, um, Animal House and just smash the fuck out of it because you douche. But uh, <laughs> in in that case, if that's the song that you want everybody to sing along to, I'm okay with that. I, I yes. I'll work with that. I, I can't help but sing along to it when it when I hear it. Also, I sing it when I watch Break the Cycle. I, I sing along to it. Yeah, Woodchipper Gober. Mm -hmm. I dropped it in the, the group chat for you. Yeah, uh, who's who's it by? So the, the... it is by uh, blah, 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 blah. um oh god what's his name uh, acid acid a c i d r o p o s y. Ah, acid, so. acid dropsy. Yeah, it's in the acid dropsy. So. I think or dropose acid dropsy. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that it's wood chipper gober in Minecraft. Like that is the title. Yes. Um, <laughs> if if you if you watch Break the Cycle, the beginning is that song wood chipper gober, and then the ending song um, is a, is another song they did, and it's like the 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 first the first song I ran or first song I sang it was entirely in jest. Please don't take me to jail, right? It's like, and it's like, it's like the entire song's like in a Minecraft for the second song. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, I and, I, and I get that. I, you know, I get that. But uh, I'm, I'm already on a federal watch list, so I'm unconcerned. Like, what are you gonna do to me? That's <laughs> bring it. That's I'm not. I'm, I'm nonplussed. <laughs> um. Let's see. While we're on the subject of little kids. Uh, let's transition to a article. Um, this is a article about a study at Brown University that says pandemic restrictions may harm infants' cog cognitive development. Oh, oh, oh yeah, you know, I seem to remember being called a conspiracy theorist like six months ago for saying this. You sure fucking thing. <laughs> Anybody else what? remember that? I'm sure you guys remember that. I know I remember being called that. Uh huh. So, just saying. I'm trying to isolate you, so you bring up your hat. Somebody commented on your hat. Oh yes. Um, how do you, I? I don't have any control over this. This is your. This is your. Uh, your dung and pony um, show here, man. That's. Oh nope, not not. I don't want to mute you. I hit you. I muted you by accident. All right. Okay, unmuted. <laughs> Let's see. Solo layout. There okay, we go. Um, there we go. What's it say? It says "fuck you." I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell. Back when Rage Against the Machine was still raging against the machine and not on behalf of. Yeah, another raging for the machine. Yeah, rage, rage on behalf of the machine. 
is what they are now. Bastards. You know, Zach Delaroca should have never come back, man. Like Tom yep. Morello was doing just peachy yeah. without him. Brent mentioned uh, Far Cry Five. Yes, your right water side. I got the patch, bro. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I have that patch on its way um, from Spirit of Resistance. Uh, I yes. am looking very forward to it. I have I have actually four patches and a sticker. So. Um, yes, that was a good sale. Yeah, it was it? That was a really good sale. Um, no. Yeah, the the sticker I have is one of their the Spirit of Resistance, the Insignia ones, and mm-hmm. I I don't remember exactly what's on it, but it was cool. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um oh it has the anarchy a in the middle it's got the big anarchy a in the middle yeah um so. yeah so all right uh covid restrictions may harm infants cognitive development new study finds uh covid19 mitigation policies like masks social distancing lockdowns and school soldier clo- <laughs> <clears throat> how now brown cow the arsonist has oddly shaped feet the take human two. torch right. was denied a bank loan take two COVID-19 <laughs> mitigation policies like masks, social distancing, lockdowns, and school closures may have harmed the cognitive development of infants. What Verbal, a nonverbal, and early learning scores dropped among babies who were born during the pandemic, according to a new study from Brown University. Whoever could have guessed that yes. covering up people's faces constantly when 90% of human communication is done nonverbally with the face. Mm-hmm. Whoever um, could have guessed that maybe that would be a problem for babies. Huh, imagine that. Um, Jack, to yes. answer your question real quick in the chat, he asked where I got my hat. It's uh, from stickthison.com. They're based in Texas. They're super cool. And it's their, good their patch hat. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah they have, have really, really good, good patches. patches. Um, this particular version of this hat is actually one of their prototypes from the first run. I ordered it. Oh. and uh, yeah, Yours has, yours has the, the, the full front is the patch panel. Yep. Yep, that's uh, that's the nice thing about the stick this on is I can put yeah. the big patches that normally like you'd put right in the center of your yeah. Mine just mine just has the here. the two by three, so I, yep. I can't I can't wear this patch. This patch is a big one. Three See, that's why that's why you need uh, need to get you one of these. Let's see, plate carrier. I'm and, in California. Yeah. I'm not going to say what I have or do not have. <laughs> um. Yes, <laughs> that's a surprise <laughs> we'll learn about later. <laughs> it's, it's, it's um, a surprise tool that'll help us later <laughs> quote we find that children born during the pandemic have significantly reduced verbal motor and overall cognitive performance compared to children born pre-pandemic uh, results highlight that even in the absence of direct sars covid cov2 infection and covid19 illness the environmental changes associated with the covid19 pandemic is significantly and negatively affecting infant and child development <sighs> outcomes were worse for males than females and children in lower lower social economic households were worse off well yeah and i mean you, we we talked about this at the beginning of the pandemic right like like over a year ago we talked about this where we were mm-hmm. like hey uh they, they we were we talking about the videos where the parents take the mask off and the baby starts crying the baby starts crying actually seen the face like oh my god what a shock that perhaps that sort of conditioning might cause some sort of cognitive um, issues. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and the, and the guy said that um, um, his wife went into labor, and then went to the hospital, and the hospital made them both take a uh, you know the rapid test. The rapid test both came back for negative for both of them. 
So right, so so they go back. So they they have to wear the masks in the hospital. So they go to the room and she starts to deliver. They made her keep the mask on while she was delivering the child. What the when she needs like oxygen and breathing, you know that whole yes. Yes. thing yes. that and, I and according, never actually. And according to a nurse or a second hand, right? According to him, he said that he talked to a nurse about it, and if she had tested positive. They would have let her deliver. She would have been isolated. They would have let her deliver. He would not have been able to be in the room. And they would have took taken the child and immediately put it in a NICU until she was clean, until she had a, a negative test for 10 days in a row. Oh. Yeah. That, let see, and like let all that of... thought occur. Let that, mm. let that thought roll around and think about how much oh, that instant mm. connection is necessary, the instant latching, the immediate. Oh, yeah. Press feeding, all that good stuff. Yeah, and I, all three of my daughters wound up in the NICU because um, oh. the Rose is because of the hospital that she was delivered at is oh, retarded and well was retarded. They're better now, but they were crap back then. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the twins was because you know they're twins. They were delivered really 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 early, <laughs> so they all wound up in the NICU. But we still like even though they were going to the NICU, like the skin to skin contact and everything. And like, even me, I had to take my shirt off and stuff and hold Rose and, and, and the twins on my chest and everything. That's really important for that bonding between parent and child. That's mm -hmm. absolutely essential. And they're just going to deny that because, well, I mean, you might be a little sick. You Motherfucker, they were sharing blood. So I'm pretty sure that they're not magically going to get sicker. Yes. <laughs> from oh. Some skin to skin contact. <sighs> Okay, uh, the study has not been peer-reviewed, and it has several limitations. Researchers gathered data on 118 children born in the pandemic and compared the cognitive outcomes uh, to a data set that included 605 kids that were between the ages of three months and three years in 2011 and 2020. While the pandemic may feel as if it had gone on forever, it's actually only been 20 months, which is not a lot of time for a newborn to develop sufficiently testable skills. Uh, Sean Dioni an associate professor at Brown and one of the study's authors cautioned that the findings should be generalized to all kids. Quote, I think only time will tell if we see prolonged effects or if this is transient and they recover or normalize as they get older and if it impacts more mature skills like executive functions and social skills. You know, I have on, a feeling okay, hold it's on, going hold on. To. on this note, on this note, there was a school in Oregon that yeah, they, we, they, we just they, did the, yeah, we just talked. We, about we talked about that the other day on the last podcast. There was a school in Oregon that um, they uh, um, reopened right to, to in person schooling. Right, they they were doing the whole digital thing, Zoom calls and all of the bullshit. So they reopened it to in school, and like the the kids, the kids were having trouble like getting along the school was having trouble like keeping kids attention and all this other stuff. And it got so bad with like fighting and kids just not really jiving with what was going on. And, and teachers, teachers, especially not jiving with what, what was going on, that the vibe was so bad. And there were so many problems that they actually closed the school for three weeks and went back to, to, to virtual learning for that period of time so that they could like ease the kids back into going to school. Gosh, I really hope that that isn't an indicator that perhaps there may be long-term problems from a child going their first year and a half of life without seeing a human face. Think, think about 
So we've been in this for what a year and a half, right? Twenty months. So like, think about the think about a, a, a kid like a, a football player, baseball player, an actress, uh, whatever, um, a student government journalism journalism major, whatever. Going into like the middle of their junior year, right? Looking at colleges, doing all this extracurricular stuff, all this fantastic stuff, and then boom, that's all taken away, and you mm-hmm. spend your junior and senior year in virtual learning all that extracurricular taken away like there's there's no way at all that that could have any sort of negative right negative results on their on their cognitive function or their future outlook or their their self-worth or anything else like i mean it's it's not it's not like we had record number of suicides last year or drug, drug and alcohol overdoses abuse last year. yeah drug overdoses or, or record abuse. numbers of domestic violence or child abuse last year either totally that's that's yeah. just totally a coincidence yeah it is completely unrelated to the fact that you spent the past year and a half dehumanizing a significant portion of the population mm-hmm. and you know not, the thing only, is, not only dehumanizing but actually like turning humans into monsters well yeah i mean think about like look at right look at the the stormtroopers in star wars right like the fact that they have that mask thing on or even Darth Vader, right? Where they have the mask thing on and it's so hard to see any, anything human about them mm-hmm. at all. In fact, like uh, uh, Marines on the um, South Korean, North Korean border, right? That are guarding that they will, um, they'll stare, right? They don't wear anything over their faces. They glare at the North Korean uh, soldiers, but the South Koreans, they wear these huge aviator sunglasses and everything else to look as non-human as possible so that that's more intimidating to the North Korean soldiers. Because the bottom line is the less somebody looks like a human being, Mm -hmm. the, the scarier they are. Like you don't connect with that person. You don't connect. That's why um, artificial intelligence is such a push to, for if people are going to interact with artificial intelligence, they have the most, yeah, the most, yeah, natural voice possible um, that you give them possibly if you can some sort of 3D face that looks like a human face and does human expressions. That's why this is so important because most human, most humanity, most things there, they happen through our faces. They happen through mm-hmm. uh, most human communication is through nonverbal mm-hmm. communication, which you're missing out on if you're listening to this rather than watching it, I suppose, which is ironic. But <laughs> nonetheless, like, you don't have to look at these. So yeah, but you don't you don't have to look at the faces built for radio. So there there is that anyway. Um but although I do have my glorious beard. So there's that. Um that's that's the only reason we have the the female viewership that we do. Is, is, nine nine percent according to the uh, Spotify. Yeah. See it's my beard. It's all about the beard man. I'm telling you. It's no. the beard. No but uh, the glorious man man yeah it's it's the 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 non-verbal is is a hell of a lot more important than the actual verbal especially for like mm-hmm. uh that deep connection oh yeah right among people or the mother and child we, you know we, we talked about delivering <laughs> delivering your child with a mask on i mean yeah there there are there are kids right now who have never interacted with people without wearing a masks I mean, and it's fucking insane because it's people who aren't even sick, right? They, they, that are covering their faces. There's the whole reason. No, it's, it's right? the, the whole no, reason that shit the, like this it's exists. The, it's the supposedly healthy people. 
Yeah. That are wearing masks to, quote, protect the sick. Yeah. The whole reason that shit like this exists, right, (sighs) is to conceal your identity so that you look less human at protests. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's the point. That's the point of masks. It's it's to dehumanize you, to make things harder to to connect and and whatnot. And that's again, SWAT teams do that. They they wear the the balaclavas, mm-hmm. you know, to to be seem less human and more intimidating. And like all of these things that's throughout history, front march in, in DC yesterday. Yeah, all of the feds were marching the, the, with their the two the two hundred feds all wearing the exact same thing, the same <laughs> uniform, the same mask, right? I mean, they, they looked like you know cookie cutter fed bots. I love my fucking meme that I threw on Twitter. Like I I had to make it, and it's it is the most half assed thing that I've done in a long time. But yeah. uh, my how do you do, fellow white supremacists? Meme. I, I oh. I'm pretty proud of that fucker. Like. It's hang on, let me let me pull that up for for our live people who maybe are not on Twitter, so that you guys can see it. Oh, uh, so many memes! There we go. This is the price of being a meme lord, man. You wind up with way too many memes. Uh, but that right there. <laughs> Poor Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that is that is still one of the best meme templates. I love that. How do you do, fellow kids? I and that's that's it. The how do you do, fellow white supremacists? Like, in fact, I don't know if you saw uh, with regards to that, but um, somebody posted apparently the shields they were carrying, yeah, or, or are mili- sold to, to exclusively yeah. to like military and police departments and have like a two to three week lead time, and they're made to the specifications that the department gives them. Like that's how bad these feds are at false flags at this point. Well, I mean, there was there was the other ones at the uh, uh, the September nineteen rally or whatever it was. Um, there's the, that one picture, and there's like the five guys that look like they're wearing a uniform, and they all have a, a firearm in their pocket. Yep, they all have a gun in their pocket. They're in. I, they're all in uh, the. Ralph Lauren polo shirts. They're all in the exact same shorts, like 5'11 tactical shorts. <laughs> They're all dressed identically. They're all wearing the same pair of Oakleys. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure none of it's same haircuts, <laughs> the military style haircuts, very obvious. Like you could not, if you were one of yeah. the glowing ghouls from fallout, you would not have been glowing brighter. <laughs> no. But yes, um, cognitive function of kids is, is, not just the kids, but like adults, you know, um, like you, you see the, the, the fear, like the, their story, there's, you see stories all the time about, um, I got into an elevator and someone wasn't wearing a mask and right. And then there's a, a cell phone video, right. Of, of some old mm-hmm. person freaking out because the other person in the elevator wasn't wearing a mask. Oh yeah. Right. That's, that's, it, that, that's a, a, a cognitive conditioning of the last 20 months. Yeah. And um, that's adults. Like you see articles about people walking in the grocery store and and getting into a fight with with the grocery store employee or the security guard because they mentioned something about the person having to put a mask on. Yeah, right. I mean, I I understand the legal ramifications there, but I mean, we're talking about like a thin piece of cotton that people fucking vape through. Yeah, I did that. I I fucking did I know, that you on did the that, show you did at the time on, on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I where I, I inhaled through the mask and exhaled vape through the mask. Like it is stopping 
nothing. Yep. So yeah, it, it's very much a, a cognitive condition. And uh, um, let's let's talk about how the media was paid off to hype up COVID. Uh, yeah. Duh. Well, yeah, the media is just the propaganda <laughs> arm of the government. I mean, we all know it. We need to go on that. We know that. Everybody knows yeah. that. But We spent the last um, 20 months talking about that. But, uh... <laughs> on those lines, um, hello, Olympic size um, transition. Uh, Oregon <laughs> working to put indoor mask rule into place indefinitely. Because of course they are, because it's the state of Oregon. Yeah, Oregon is one of only a handful of states that still have an indoor mask mandate, and now the state is working to make that rule permanent. The Oregon Health Authority convened in a rules advisory committee on Thursday. The rules advisory committee provided feedback on an indoor mask rule. The point of the committee is to suggest what should and shouldn't be included in ruling and discuss the impact it will have on the public. Community stakeholders, including those in the hospitality and faith sectors, joined the meeting. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Part of the conversation. Okay. Um, uh, Dr. Paul Cieslik, the medical director for the Communicable Diseases and Immunizations with the Oregon Health Authority, said making the rule permanent doesn't mean it's in place forever. That's what fucking permanent means. <laughs> Quote, Permanent means indefinite. It doesn't necessarily mean permanent. No, we indefinite repeal... means indefinite. <laughs> we can repeal it as well, but we're only allowed to have a temporary rule for 180 days, and anything that goes beyond 180 days, we cannot extend. Good. Making the, making the rule permanent allows the state to keep the mandate in place. Yeah, it, well, making it permanent doesn't mean for that's what these people keep doing, though. They keep doing it, and because again, the media is their laptops, oh. they keep getting away with it where they just declare that the words that exist in the English language only, no longer mean what the words not only, mean. Not only, anymore. yeah, not, yeah, not only are they changing the definition of words, but these are these are unelected bureaucrats. The people this who is, really rule you. This, yeah, the, these, are, these are unelected. The Oregon Health Authority is unelected bureaucrats. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Do you remember Squealer from Animal Farm? Yes. Where they said he could turn black into white and white into black if you let him talk enough. Yes. That's what these people are. Is is this this is Animal Farm, man? Like we are we are living in Animal Farm, and I am looking from pig to man and man to pig, and I definitely haven't been able to tell the difference for some time. And <sighs> this, like, first of all, permanent doesn't mean forever. That, that that's what it means. That's literally <laughs> that's, what it means. Yeah. That's exactly uh, what it means. <laughs> that's that's the meaning of the word. Um, it's you know like. But the fact that they're looking to do that, like that they're looking to like codify arbitrarily, like by fiat, they're looking to just declare this is now forever. <laughs> As if they just go poof. Yeah. Abracadabra. Okay. Nope. That's forever now. That's, you know, and it's the same kind of shit that Biden keeps trying to pull where he keeps trying to just arbitrarily declare and this mandate and this mandate. No, no, that is not how the United States government was supposed to work. Now, practically, that is how it works, but that's not how it was supposed to. No, it's not. 
<laughs> the president was not supposed to be oh, an emperor. God. And like I'm... we laughed, right? We laughed when when Trump was in office oh, and he was God Emperor God. Trump, that well, everyone I... was just gonna obey. But I have Biden to, apparently I have is to... taking that to heart. I have to laugh to keep from Brandenburging. Oh yeah. I mean if at if, this point, <laughs> like if this if this were a different on a different channel, on a different website, um I'd be red flag potential and, and I don't want to go there. Um, See, this is why we need a Patreon, right? We need a Patreon so that, like, you get the the full, like, no filter version of us. Oh, my goodness. If you pay money, because then you paid the oh. money for that, you dumb son of a bitch. That's on you. Uh... <laughs> I feel like there's only one place that we can go with this. And uh, uh... we... we... <laughs> of course, it's a New York Times article. <laughs> Oh God! It's behind a paywall, so I'm not doing that one. We're gonna do the RT one, which talks about it. Hang on, hold on. Where's the? Hang on, we got, we got. Uh, I, I got a patch for this. You got no, a patch for this. That's, I don't think uh, you do. I don't think you do. Okay. Well, I got a, I got a patch for New York anyway. Oh, that, that is. Oh, we have, at all. We have, but, a, uh, we have another. We have a New, another New York one later, but. The New York Times has identified another culprit on its war on quote misinformation. <laughs> is it is it them? <laughs> His last name is Cuomo. No, That's... hold on. <laughs> I, hold on. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Okay. Goose <sighs> from Okay, professional Jason. Yeah, we're so fucking professional. The New York Times has identified another culprit in the war on, quote, misinformation, claiming that cute animals featured in viral content help spread the white right-wing propaganda and coronavirus conspiracy. In an article titled, quote, Those Cute Cats Online, they help spread misinformation. <laughs> I, I, Those goddamn cheeseburgers, <laughs> they're a bunch of liars. <laughs> In an article titled, Those Cute Cats Online, They Help Spread Misinformation, New York Times technology reporter Davy Alba claimed, quote, videos and gifts of cute animals, usually cats, were being used by people and organizations peddling false information online. I... It's, uh... Alba listed the U.S. conservative publication Western Journal and the anti-Beijing newspaper The Epoch Times as just a few examples of outlets supposedly using animal content to redirect unsuspecting viewers toward misinformation. <laughs> You're muted. Unsuspecting viewers. So like, oh, hey, look at this cute, adorable cat. <laughs> What? It, COVID is a lie. <laughs> yeah, because that okay. happens. According to the article, the Epoch Times has featured cute animals in 12,062 social media posts across 103 Facebook pages, with the post containing links toward the newspaper's more popular content. Uh, uh, that's how memes work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the report received the report received mixed reaction on social media and critics calling its claims preposterous and an overreaction which yeah yeah but, uh, a little bit 
<sighs> this is but this is the thing though right like they went from from white supremacy everything was white supremacy which mm -hmm. are still kind of screaming but they went from everything is white supremacy and everyone's white supremacist who doesn't agree with me to they went from that to misinformation and they're all just standing there screaming into the void misinformation <laughs> no, not only that but there's a uh right before we got on there was a, a, an article that i came across from here in, in my area and it was a san francisco chronicle um photographer uh got robbed of his cameras and while doing a report in oakland Shit like this is why I don't feel bad when mainstream media reporters get fucked with. I want you to do your part. <laughs> Cyberbully journalists at every opportunity. Yes. Hashtag cyberbully journalists. It's that I love that that meme has like taken off. Like I've had it sent back to me no, multiple times, even though it's got my my watermark on it. I've had it come back to they're me. They're literally times. they're like they're they're not blaming people. They're like they're literally blaming like pictures of cute animals. They're blaming memes for <laughs> as if it's like some sort of ridiculous conspiracy. Oh my god, he has a cute animal on his profile. I bet he spreads misinformation. <laughs> it's just <laughs> trust oh. me, please for the love of God, cyberbully the shit out of journalists. They are piece of shit people who deserve and absolutely no respect. And we're supposed to take these people seriously? Yeah. They're well, it's because they're <laughs> like, blatant okay, propagandists. Here like go. here we go. Perfect. See, my son in the chat just pointed out it's Pepe all over again. Yeah. Or or trash dove. Remember the or trash, trash dove? dove? Yes. The flop the yeah. floppies the floppy dove. Yeah, the floppy purple pigeon thing. Yeah, that like trash dove. Like this is this is this kind of <laughs> shit. And it's like, not and a, remember it's not a conspiracy. You're just really that dumb. Yeah, you just really are that stupid. Um, but you remember, like, 4chan straight up said with the trash stuff, we're going to gaslight these idiots yes. into thinking that the OK symbol is white supremacy and that milk, the purple... Milk. Yeah, milk <laughs> they, is a symbol of white supremacy. They made milk into a, into a, 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 white a white supremacy symbol. And they did it intentionally, like, going, I wonder just how absurd we can make this shit, and these idiots will still run with it. And it turns out there is, in fact, no limit to how blatantly obvious you can make it that you're gaslighting journalists and get journalists will still run with it. And the idiot populace, the useful idiots, will still continue to believe this stuff. And yep, there's a the there, reason, yeah, well, the reason that they're that they're so scared of the whole idea of memes and, and people looking at memes and learning things from them is because the media doesn't understand memes. They don't get it. They they still don't get it. You know, the whole the left can't meme thing is is very true. Uh mm -hmm. and they don't get it. And so what's happening is they're seeing quick little attention grabbing things suddenly feed truth to people that counteract mm -hmm. their lies and it's freaking them out because well first of all it puts their livelihood literally at risk right because journalism a uh, real journalism you know new york times and all that other shit, it's it's not it's not quick material right a, a meme a meme you can only have so many so many words on a meme before people stop paying attention to it Right. Yeah. The, the, listen to that, leftist. Listen to that. Goldfish, right? Goldfish mentality. Mm -hmm. 
right? You can only have so many words on on a meme or or on a on a on a post before people just stop caring, right? Yeah. Well, that that ruins journalism, right? Mm-hmm. I learn I learn more from memes than I do from reading articles. Like well, if, yeah. if, if I if I want to read something, I'll go read a book. Well, and I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that that whole issue is part of the reason why Facebook is trying to convert to this new like second life thing that they're trying to do is because that way people have to be actively online to share this content, right? Mm -hmm. They have to be saying it and they have to. So it makes it easier to track down and easier to shut down than the memes are. And so that's why, that's why the, the, the weird alien robot that is Mark Zuckerberg is trying to shut down the old website in the old format because it made sharing information that disagreed with the primary narrative too easy and he doesn't want that to happen because mm-hmm. uh, again they're, they're all in this together you know yeah I, I mean they say we're all in this together i don't have a fucking yacht yeah so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, the, if, if we're, you, we're all in this together. If you, you if you have are... a, if if you have a yacht or a million dollar house, we're not in this together. You're yeah, well, in there. I'm out here. Well, yeah, and that's you know, and that's the thing is like, there. <laughs> when yes, when quarantine right was happening, they're right in. Yes, Brent. Yeah. Monkey yes. monkey smart. Yeah. He says uh, memes are the most effective way to plant a few to plant a seed in a few KBs, meaning kilobytes. You know what? You know what? I I now want to do a reject modernity, uh, a reject modernity, return to tradition one with the I can has cheeseburger meme, but have I can has extremist content. Ooh, yeah, that'll be, see, you just said that over the air. Now somebody's gonna do it. Somebody's gonna do it, and they're gonna take my idea. But you know what? You heard it here first, folks. This was live. So <laughs> it's my idea. So all right, we got one more one more COVID and then we'll get off this fucking topic. Oh, New York I'm so offering, sick of talking about yeah. the Zeshwan flu. New York offering lifetime hunting and fishing licenses as a COVID nineteen vaccine incentive. I have a I, I have a patch for this. They're, they're like my memes, man. It's fucking glorious. On Wednesday, New York State Governor Cassie Hochul announced an opening of quote. Take your shot for an outdoor adventure sweepstakes. Launched by the governor last week, the COVID-19 vaccine incentive is intended to increase vaccination rates among New Yorkers who enjoy the outdoors. Meaning the, the healthy people. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the yeah. people who actually like are functional members of society. And... Yeah. Uh, during the month of December, anyone who receives the first vaccine dose is eligible to enter the sweepstakes. And a random drawing will win special prize packages tailored to anglers, hunters, and other outdoor enthusiasts. Quote, I am ecstatic to open this sweepstakes to encourage all New Yorkers to get vaccinated. The vaccine is our best weapon against the pandemic, and every New Yorker needs to get this vaccine to ensure our great state can continue on its path to recovery. If your best weapon doesn't work 99% of the time... (laughs) You have a shit fucking arsenal. Yes. And, uh, let's see, with this new initiative, if you get your first vaccine dose in December, you could have an added bonus of winning an outdoor adventure in New York's pristine wilderness. I, I, I just, yeah, I. Ah, yes. Uh, uh, Anarcha Rica. Uh, as a New Yorker, I can say screw New York. 
as a Californian, I completely agree. Screw California. I have, yes. you know, I have I yes. have patches for both of you. Uh, See, I have I have two. <laughs> not legal in New York, not legal in California. Yeah. See? You see? You have oh, enough patches. You buy enough if you're enough have, of a patch I, addict. I have my state of Jefferson patch, but it's on my other hat. Um I just um, imagine imagine if you will for a second being an outdoor enthusiast, being a hunter, being a fisher, being able to supplement uh your your family's table with what you what you harvest from the woods. Right. Yeah, which as is your <laughs> fucking right. As your it is your right. Now 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 you not only have to get the government's permission to exercise your right to keep from being shot in the face by a twig pig, but now they're offering that license that that right quote unquote they're offering that they're trying to sell you back your right if you give up your right to individual liberty and go get their collectivist shot yeah it's remember whenever the government has a permit what that is <sighs> is or a license that is them taking your right to do something and then selling it back to you so yeah it's, it's... Let's see. Uh, Liz says, I'd, I'd rather pay the $20 they don't have a right to charge for fishing rather than uh, vaccinate for a free license. Fuck that. Vaccine didn't do much for me, seeing as how I have COVID right now. Yeah. Yeah. Liz is fully, fully vaccinated and uh, has COVID currently. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, it's. <sighs> oh, oh uh, Christopher's in the chat. Hey. So, any of you guys in the chat, one of our our normal uh, speakers on yeah. the uh, on the show is currently in the chat. That's Val Hellerkis. Hey, the the link is in the the group chat if you want to join, Chris, or not, whichever. But uh, yeah, I mean these, <laughs> they're, uh, that that's what that's what this comes down to right now, right? There's they they had a lot of people that that were, that were scared. Right, the, the the majority of the populace that was scared that that bought into the propaganda and all this good stuff, mm -hmm. they're the ones they're the ones that, that that got the shot, right? Now the people that are yeah. resisting the shot, the government is using the mandates, right? Uh, so they're 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 trying to scare people into getting it by by threatening to take away their their means of income, and now they're trying to reward people with their liberty of recreation. Yeah, you, it, go get if, the shot. you know, if you're obedient, you can have a little bit of freedom as a treat. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's, it's like fuck well, it's you. It's the <laughs> same with like uh, the the vax passports for restaurants and stuff. Like, I yeah. got I got rejected from a restaurant uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was my my brother's birthday. We went out. We we're gonna go out for lunch, and and we got rejected from our shit tier semi Mexican restaurant semi -Mexican. because we don't have a shot. Uh, and that's the other thing they're saying. Oh, go get the shot. And you can go out and be normal again. Motherfucker, I had to wear a mask to walk through the front door to get rejected because I don't have a vaccine passport. You know, even if you had e even if you had the vaccine pass, what is normal about having to get an inject an injection? Uh three injections. You, three injections. Yeah, multiple injections that you don't know exactly what's in, that you can't sue anyone if it has any negative effect on you. That was forced through that you're you're not allowed to see any science behind it, nothing else. In fact, they want fit what fifty seven years me, fifty seven years to even yes. show to, me to present all that. Show me the long term data 
and we can have a discussion about me getting a shot. Yeah, exactly. It's and that's what I keep saying. Like, look, here's the thing. Like, I I am not anti-vaccine. Not this vaccine, but other vaccine. I am not anti-vax at all. I'm not. Nope. I I I got all my shots. My kids got all their shots. Plain and simple, I am pro-vax, right? I believe that it works. I understand the science behind it. I've read the science behind it. I get it. But this has no long-term studies. This has no long-term science behind it. And every time somebody goes, you know, but the science seems to not be lining up with what you guys are claiming, they get shouted down as crazy anti-vaxxers on the level of fucking Jenny McCarthy and um, Jim Carrey. Like they get shouted down and then told, well, you're, you're anti-truth, you're anti-science. And then you have fucking Dr. Fauci. You have that war criminal motherfucker. What about, what about the, what about the other doctors that saying it's not right? That the science is wrong. Yeah, they all get oh, fired. Those, those truths don't matter. Those truths get kicked off of Facebook. And YouTube yeah. and the, the, one of the developers, one of the developers of the Pfizer vaccine. Mm -hmm. Or no, it was Moderna. Sorry, it was Moderna. The, one of the developers of the Moderna vaccine, he was one of the people who literally helped develop it. He said on Twitter, well, this article saying that everyone needs to get vaccinated is actually incorrect. Reach herd immunity. You only need like 75 to 80% to be vaccinated. And it really doesn't matter if everybody which else I, is. Which I, I, think, I think currently exists right now. Yeah, and like that was that was what he said. He was banned for dangerous misinformation from all social media platforms. Yeah, the, and he is one of the men who created the vaccine. Okay. All right. Ah, all right. Let's let's get off of that. Let's uh let's go. <laughs> I I of course, of course, always now, because I like doing it. I have a secret article that I did not put on the list. Uh, of course. Uh, no, no, you will like this one. I guarantee it. You will laugh. And the group and the chat will laugh and and we'll have a good time with this one. All right. All right. All so right. this is I I will I will participate. Tell me you don't understand how markets work without understanding without saying you don't understand how markets work. All right. <laughs> San Francisco suspends cannabis tax to combat illegal marijuana sales. <laughs> it's almost like increasing the, the price arbitrarily <laughs> does not allow you to compete with a black market that will exist anyway. Yes, this is San Francisco suspends cannabis tax to combat illegal marijuana sales. It's almost, you know, you remember a guy a few years ago, you may have heard of him, who was like selling loose cigarettes tax free in New yeah. York. And yeah. Yeah. The cops saw him from 350 feet away on a busy New York street. Yeah. Allegedly. And then murdered yeah. him. Yeah. So you're, okay, you're, you're um, getting where this is going. San Francisco supervisors on Tuesday unanimously approved an ordinance to suspend the city's cannabis business tax through the end of next year in an attempt to curb illegal marijuana sales. According to Supervisor Raphael Mandelman, the legislator's author suspending the city's business tax through December 31st, 2022, would help support legal cannabis retailers as they struggle to compete with illegally sold cannabis. 
I love that they think that if they like just have it for like a year on, and then on. put it back. Now, hold on. Eh, hold on. No, everybody will have to, like they won't just go back to their fucking dealings. San Francisco voters approved the tax in November 2018, which imposed a 1% to 5% citywide tax on gross receipts from cannabis businesses. The tax is set to go into effect January 1st, 2022. <laughs> so what, the tax hasn't even gone into effect and they've already removed it to help it compete against black market sales. What's the what, what's the state's tax on marijuana in California? Uh, 15%. 15 fucking percent. So, there one so, this okay, is no, hilarious because so they're under the impression. There's the state tax and then there's a county tax and then a city tax. Right? So like here in my in where I live in in, in Antioch, um, there is the state tax of 15% and then there is a Contra Costa County tax, which I think is like, like seven percent. And then the city takes another three, or two. It's like two point five or whatever. So either way, you're looking at like twenty five percent, right? So you can call up your homie, and and get and get an eighth, twenty bucks. You go into a legal cannabis dispensary. You have to wear a mask. You have to provide an ID, and you're paying. $25 for the same eighth. Gosh, I can't imagine why anyone would go to the illegal route when <laughs> it's so reasonable to have an almost 50 not, fucking percent markup. Not only that, not only that, but there's so the legal dispensaries can only buy from the people that have permits to, to grow. Right? So that that's 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 a narrow that's a that's that's a narrow uh, availability, right? There's yeah. there's only there's only so much legal legally grown cannabis out there for the legal markets to buy. Part of the legalization law that went into effect here in California allows the home grower to grow up to six plants. Right, six plants is a lot of butt. I was so going to say, that produces an enormous amount of marijuana. If, yes. you're, if, if you have a green thumb, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people that and I definitely know who can. It's six plants per adult. Per adult? So if you have, I don't know, yes. four people, that's right. 24 plants. Yes, that, that's a lot of bud. And it has to be grown inside. It can't be grown outside. It's smell, blah, 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 whatever. Bullshit. But anyway, it, back, back to my point. So so there's, there's a legal window as to how much legal butt is available for these legal operations to sell. So again, that also increases the price. So you have an okay. artificially limited supply, supply. chain. Yes. You, you have, have artificially an artificially increased price. Yes. And then they're like, well, I mean, I don't know why people are still <laughs> buying from the illegal vendors. Yes. But not only, not only that, but, but because it's so popular now on the black market, it's so popular that it's actually not like twenty dollars an eighth anymore. They have people undercut. I've I've had people hit me up. You know, fifteen dollars an eighth. Right. So there's people trying to undercut other people because we're, the black market is saturated. So we're we're going back to like like the late nineties market, yes. man. Like that's that's where we're going back to, like mm -hmm. the fucking wild west. And. <laughs> 
it's yes. so i but just they, and but and they're, but, they're mystified every fucking time every fucking time that they're like but we gave you a little bit of freedom all we did is tax the ever-loving fuck out of it and throw thirty thousand fucking permits on there well, okay okay now here this is this is the uh tell me you don't understand the market without telling me you don't understand the market statement from mandelman who's the, who's the the uh he is the what did i say he was uh supervisor supervisor rafael mandelman all right San Francisco supervisor quote cannabis businesses create good jobs for San Franciscans and provide safe regulated products to their customers. Sadly, the illegal market is flourishing by undercutting the prices of legal businesses, which is bad for our economy as illegal businesses pay no taxes while subjecting <laughs> workers to dangerous conditions and consumers to dangerous products. It's now yeah. is not, hold on. Now is the time to, or now is not the time to impose a new tax on small businesses that were already getting or already just getting established and trying to compete with illicit operators. Yeah. Like the thing that drives me so nuts about so many of these people is that they conflate what the government is able to steal with the economy. Yes. They they conflate those two and they want you well, with the that, way they phrase that, things to conflate the two. Not that it's it's you know it creates jobs. The legal market creates jobs. No, the legal market redistributes jobs. Right? It's broken yeah. window broken window fallacy. Yeah, exactly. Right? So all they're doing is they're they're taxing people so that they're they're taking away from our ability to buy movie tickets, you know, or 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 a new dishwasher or a new refrigerator or to get that auto repair that we need or, or to get that addition built onto the house. So they're taking the, the money from us that would have gone to that industry, which that industry would have created more jobs in those situations and given it to these other people to create jobs after running it through the bureaucracy. Well, I mean, it's the same thing as, Right, this is under the same principle as when uh, a lot of these these small business stimuluses and things happened. Right, mm -hmm. so what happened was the government took a bunch of money from big businesses and small businesses. They took a bunch of money from businesses, and then they ran it through eighty different filters of bureaucracy, each one of them taking a little chunk, and then they took that money and they threw it back to the economy to legal businesses and pretended that somehow this was this magnanimous decision. Ignoring the fact that every time you filter that money through another level of bureaucracy, it gets the actual value of that gets smaller and smaller <laughs> and smaller and smaller <laughs> And it's, it's it's just ridiculous on top of that. Just the the fact, oh, we're going to remove this one to five percent sales tax, and that's gonna help you compete against the market, which already has like twenty percent cheaper than you. Yeah, it's already cheaper as it is. It already has the exact same quality. It has had the exact same quality all along. Because again, where all of these strains, these medical strains came from and these legal strains came from was the science that was already done by the illegal guys years ago. Right. That's where that all came from as it is. So you already have 
the the legal market has done all of your research for you. They're already ahead of you on research. They're already ahead of you on product development. They're already ahead of you on marketing and on connections and customer <laughs> service and everything else. They're already way fucking ahead the, of you. The, the black market gave rise to the white market. Yeah. Right. Not the other way around. There wasn't a white market that already existed. And then people took the black market. No, it was it was all people were already doing it. And then the government said, whoa, shit, guess we'll never stop this. Let's legalize it and tax it. Yeah, because if we tax the living shit out of it, then I mean, it's the same thing with um, that the you see with a lot of things where government like like with the uh, the Internet sales tax thing. Where, like, everyone is already doing tons of business. The internet economy was booming. Everybody was doing great. It yep. was fine. It did not need government interference, obviously, because, you know, economies don't need government interference. They can only be a detriment. And then the government had to step in and go, hey, wait a minute, but where's our piece? If you think there is a difference between government yep. and mafia, I got really bad news for you. The only difference between the government and the mob is that the mob actually manages to turn a profit. <laughs> Not, wrong. Not wrong. That's, I mean, that's, that's it. It's, it's the same thing. It's what, what taxation is, especially in this instance is blood money. It's the ruling gang mm -hmm. saying, well, we, we are going to run this trade now. Yeah, we run wrong. this trade. This is our territory. Mm -hmm. We run this trade. So you're going to give us a cut of your business. Yeah, not wrong. I mean, the the, the government is they're they're the ones that that permit the legal growth, permit the legal sales, and dole out the punishment if you go outside that white line. Yeah, it's no different than the mob. It's mm -hmm. no different than any other organized criminal organization. And trust me, the government is an organized criminal fucking organization. Rico it's no different fuck. than that. It's no different than that. And all that's happening, all that you're seeing here is that they wanted too big a cut of somebody's hustle mm -hmm. and realized that it was increasing the price too much. And so people were going to competitors. So mm -hmm. they said, okay, well, we'll go ahead and we'll reduce a little bit and hope that yep. that then competes with our competitors. The reality is it won't. <laughs> we're number gonna, one. I, they're they're going to cut the sales tax or they're, they're, they're going to cut the cannabis tax, which even with cutting it, it's still already higher than the black market. So people are still aren't going to use it. Well, right. Cause again, that's, right? that's why I, mean, I wanted to know what the state tax was. Cause I'm like, but the state California taxes, it's so pissing into the wind. Yeah. They're literally pissing into the wind and complaining that they're getting what? Yeah, there is no fucking difference. No, no fucking difference between them having the county tax and them not having the county tax yeah. or the city tax. City tax. Because the city. state still the state still has this massive fucking tax. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I think the state of Oregon and Washington suck fucking balls. They're authoritarian piles of shit. But at least the state of Oregon understood that if you tax this shit too heavily, everyone's just going to go back to the black market. Yeah, Oregon, Oregon had the opposite problem. Um, Oregon, Oregon gave legal license to too many people and the legal market was completely flooded to the point where the price dumped where the price mm -hmm. tanked. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, well, and that's exactly it. It's yeah, right here. An endless this, thing. 
Yeah. Monk, Smart Monkey said, uh, similar to how all the bootleggers during Prohibition invested in liquor companies and negotiated the use of their existing distribution networks so after Prohibition, companies can make the bank. And it's funny you bring that up because today is December 5th, which is the anniversary of the 21st Amendment, which repealed the Prohibition on alcohol. Cheers, so I, motherfuckers! I think, I think today's the, the 80, 83rd, something like that. Well, it was back, back in it was repealed. Well, in prohibition obviously is is a passion of mine. I mean, if you haven't seen my uh, sleeve there, prohibition's a little bit of a passion of nope. mine. Uh, just maybe, but uh, hashtag Saint Popcorn. <laughs> yeah. So the oh yeah, I I have my shirt uh, just over there. I have a shirt that is a um, uh, it's got Popcorn Sutton, whose um, niece, by the way, I went to high school with. And uh, it says disobey across it, and it's popcorn flipping off the camera. It's a beautiful fucking thing. Um, but that's the prohibition was this again, it's this example of the road to hell being paved with good intentions, where people honestly believed that they could legislate morality and that they could force people into doing this and they ignored the fact that as long as there is a market there will be a supply and so what happened is just like with drugs they threw all of the power all of the money and everything into the hands of people who are already willing to break the law anyway right and not only that but and just like with prohibition the government restriction of this product like alcohol like cannabis creates a highly volatile highly volatile and profitable black market which people will fight over because yeah. the legal option you know you got taxes and all the other bullshit people don't want to go through we even see that we, we even saw that during world war one and world war two with yes. supplies of really basic things like gasoline and mm -hmm. sugar and nylon and stuff that was right heavily regulated mm -hmm. during the war because it was considered war materials mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it was so heavily regulated, taxed, and everything else that this enormous black market sprung up for everyday household <sighs> goods. Oh. Liz Chris says, is online. Hey, Liz is hey, and she has four Ys after that. Um, which three I E's and four Ys. Four three E's and four Ys. Apparently she likes me. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Apparently. So. She don't like you anymore, Andrew. Uh, no. Andrew's out. Chris is in. <laughs> She'll still be in my place on Christmas. That's fair. I got a full house. That's, as that's it is. fine. That's fine. Chris has a full house. I got a full house. She can come to my house for New Year's if nothing else. Oh, God. I'm going to get in trouble. So am I. Especially so. if Amber watches this. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's a good thing. We It's, it's, it's a, a good place to transition. We've got Chris here now. Uh, we talked about, you know, California, Oregon, Washington. We talked about New York earlier, how bad they are. Fantastic article from Yahoo of all places. This is an original Yahoo article, right? It's from not a, it's not a, yes, it's not a, it's not a, a repost. Huh? A new reason to move politics. That's a new reason. Uh, a, a, a new reason. <laughs> apparently it is now. Whoever would have thought that maybe people might move because of politics? What a novel idea! Oh, I'll help. People have only been threatening. The you know, I was going to say people have only you know threatened to change countries since mm -hmm. ba based yep. on who wins the presidency since Str what forever. Strategic, strategic relocation is a thing. It's th we talked about it a lot in the Vonnie podcast. 
you know, country shopping and, and flags of convenience and all this yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, refugees? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> also referred to as escapism. So, but uh, blue states will get bluer and red redder in coming years as more Americans factor political issues into the relocation decision and head for places with like-minded tribes. That's the forecast from real estate brokerage Redfin, which includes, quote, more migration for political reasons uh, and its outlook for the housing market in 2022. The deepening political polarization of the country includes new city and statewide laws likely to attract adherents and repeal detractors, driving political issues deep into community life. Texas this year passed the nation's first or the nation's strictest anti-abortion law, for instance. A Mississippi anti-abortion law could lead to the Supreme Court of the overturn of 1973 Road versus Wade decision that could make abortion legal everywhere. And the Supreme Court of Turns It Roe will once again be free to set their own abortion statutes, creating a drastically divided uh, between permissive and restrictive states. Well, yeah, yeah. Another, another. The the, it all falls back as far as I'm concerned. If you if we there must be a state it goes to what i you know the 10th amendment there's nowhere in mm-hmm. the magic parchment that says that the government that the federal government has any control over this yep. shit so, yeah um another supreme court case involving <clears throat> gun rights can make it easier to conceal carry weapons in new york and seven other states eroding gun control efforts uh propagated largely by democratic governors and mayors you on like the other this? hand on the other hand, marijuana is now legal in 19 mostly blue and purple states. Cities such as Philadelphia, San Francisco, and New York are experimenting with police reform to cut down on lower level arrest. Public school curricula is another I love the I love point. the experimenting with police reform. <laughs> like, Public school curricula is another flashpoint between parents who want racial and social justice taught in schools and traditionalists who feel threatened by wokeness. Well, everyone should feel threatened by wokeness. Give me one more paragraph. Uh, The COVID pandemic led sharp disparities in masking rules, school opening policies, and business restrictions among states and the cities. That's on top of long-standing differences in regulations and taxation between traditionally Democratic and Republican states. Uh, While there's nothing new about regional differences in governing styles, policy polarization making it easier for Americans to live in areas they find ideologically compatible. It also it's also getting harder to find or for liberals to find comfortable enclave in conservative states and vice versa. Oh, okay, that was too much to read, but um, escapism, right? Escapism is it's it's not new. you know, look at New Hampshire with the Free State Project. Right? Oh, yeah. At, that's yeah. That's been a big thing yep. for, what, probably like, 25 years? Uh, 1996, I want to say, is when they when they first came up with the idea. Um, so, and then yeah, I think so I think it kicked off. I think I think I want to say it kicked off in 2006. Is when they first so like, 15 started. Years, it's actually when, been they, when they started old. doing it up there. Hmm. Um. But like, there's it's a long, long, t- long running joke that California's greatest import is business. Oh yeah, right? you know there's not there's, anymore. There's there's several there's there's like you there's mean like export. four there's four or five really great really great ex uh, really great ways to escape California. You know it's I five fifty eighty you know and I ten. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd move the... to Jupiter if the tech existed. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh. the you know, and that's I mean that's the thing is, uh-huh. it, yeah, Brett. Brett says I moved to Texas from Montana. Andrew and I are both huge fans of Montana. Oh yeah, huge. Um, I'm the, a huge. The, re- the readout area, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like I would move. I would take my kids and move to move tomorrow if I if I had the money if I could. Oh yeah, the the redoubt is where I got my my eyes set on, man. Like mm-hmm. it's it's perfect. It's yep. it, well not perfect, but it's it's getting there very quickly. It's heading the direction that I want it to head. Yep. It. Montana, Montana, Montana governor. I follow him on Twitter. He is fucking based. It's fantastic. He's a good follow. Um, but he he banned he banned CRT. He banned uh, vaccine passports. Uh, he banned the mm-hmm. vaccine mandates. Um, he uh, essentially told Joe Biden, "Fuck off." The National Guard is not going anywhere. He's he's a supporter of uh, uh, defend the guard. Uh, constitutional carry, low taxes. Bro, oh, yeah. like Montana is perfect right now. Oh, uh, uh, Brett, to well, it's question. as close to perfect as you're going to get. Um, this, Brett, to answer your question, shit, yeah. this is actually a, uh, a, a ZPAP. So this is actually the, uh, well, it would have been Yugoslavian and Serbian now um, version of an AKM. Yes. So it's not quite an AKM, but there are the, the weird, That's enough. The weird Serbian quirks, but it's close. Yes. Uh, Anarcha Rica said, I'd, I'd move to Jupiter if the tech existed. We have a running joke about opening a... Um... A brothel on Mars. Yeah. I was on Mars, yeah. I wasn't going to use the word brothel, but yeah. Yeah, why not? I was going to say fun house. Martian whorehouse. I was going to say adult fun house. We just need to find a check with the three boobs so we can do the total recall thing, man. What was, what was that dad joke earlier? I met a girl, I met a girl with 12 breasts, and it said yeah. something to the effect of doesn't it? Yeah, that's a yeah. well that that's kind of crazy. Or that that blows your mind, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. And I said perhaps it's a booby trap. <laughs> yes, uh. but uh, um, strategic relocation, right? This is this is something that that we talked about. Shane and I talked about a lot on the Vanya podcast, um, mm-hmm. which was the podcast making you invulnerable to, or invulnerable to corrosion, or help make you invulnerable to corrosion. And one of the ideas. Uh, strategic re- relocation was um, basically moving where there's freedom. It's, it's this is a, a new idea now um, that a lot of people are really getting into with like Florida and Texas. Well, uh, and their their anti COVID anti COVID stances, uh, Montana, it, it, South Dakota, Iowa, with their anti you know vaccine statuses, and and California, like like people like people are are moving to Texas to get away from California and. Blue people in in like Austin, Texas, are moving to California to get away from Texas. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's so, but I mean, Texas, you know, and all Texas of it kind winning. of boils all yeah. of it boils down to the reality that balkanization is the answer right now. Right, like ideally, full balkanization, you know, full independence down to the individual is the ideal, but balkanization uh-huh. is the the reasonable goal in the near future. Well, yeah, there's um there's that other article it's um was it there's like there's like 11 specific cultural cultures in in the united states right not not that ethnostate bullshit but like like actual like political and 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 um like moral and value-based cultures in the united states there's like 11 distinctly different ones but we're all still governed by one you know 535 people in in washington dc yeah i i don't know i you're right and but it's kind of been kind of fun to watch the numbers 
in places like California and New York drop because even a lot of the people in blue states are going, I don't want to fucking go there. Nope. Yeah, I, I went this route because it always gets better. Oh, we have we have another one that's next. So that'll be a good one. But, uh, well, actually, off the topic, thing... I was wearing this patch yesterday when my differential blew up. Oh, nice. Yeah, it got better. It got better. I'll add Jason style. <laughs> yeah, the um the yeah, Jason, he he already pulled that on on me earlier today. Um with the the but wait it gets better. Um but I mean the 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 whole idea of balkanization, you know, saying is like that that idea that you you separate, right? You have mm-hmm. these dramatically different political well, locations. <laughs> you go from what the United States is under the Constitution, fuck you Federalists to what the United States kind of was supposed to be under the Articles Articles of Confederation. Mm -hmm. And you go back to that, Mm -hmm. and then you work from there, because once that's established, well, now it's easy enough Mm -hmm. to go towards, like, kind of what the European Union is, and then go from there to something a little more, maybe, I don't know, like Europe was before Mm -hmm. uh, the Shenzhen zone, you know? Yeah, it's it's like... um why do you want to why do you want to live where people don't don't share the same values as you yeah why would you right want to do like, that? or, or like, you know I've, I've heard a lot of people say you know why would i want to share a country with people who want to kill me yes which is, is a very real realistic policy yes especially especially right yeah. now when you're looking at i get a lot of people that have kind of trickled into libertarianism and mm-hmm. and anarchism that are now looking around and seeing, you know, lefties actually say they want to kill the evil Republicans and well, not, evil not Republicans. That, but like, like, like California, Texas, and Colorado are in the same country, mm-hmm. right? California's vote, right? The, the the federal California vote affects Texas and Colorado. Colorado's yeah. federal votes affect Texas and California, right? And 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 all the way around. Yep. They're three completely different first off, they're three completely different cultures. Right? They're they're yeah. completely different economies, they're completely different um uh, uh political on, on the political spectrums. Um, but they're still governed the same way by the same people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. It's, no, it doesn't uh, make and, any sense. And Brett, uh, this is an M seventy, by the way. So no same thing. No, 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 yeah, no, it's no, an no. M70. Uh, uh, Anarcharica, not anarchists want to kill people. It's the anarchists are starting to see yeah. how those in the duopoly want to kill one another. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, we uh, the, anarchists just want to be left alone. Like that's what we yeah, want. we just want to be left like, the hell alone. Yeah, we just want to be left alone. We just want everybody else to go away and everybody else to leave us alone, and we just want to live mm-hmm. our fucking lives. And what we want is we want a separation where people want to. You know they they want to live the way that they want to live, and I I think that we should be breaking things up to yeah, where not... you can go to a group, you can you can go live in a location where everyone else is like minded. Like, doesn't that make more mm-hmm. sense? Where you can have these huge differences because you can't tell me like Valhalicus and I we live in Wisconsin, right? And the general values of Wisconsin up until fairly recently, historically, as people from California and Illinois and shit start migrating here. 
because the economy is better because they destroyed their state and then they want to destroy ours too. Not me. I didn't uh, vote for that shit. The funny thing yeah. is, is many of those from California that came to Wisconsin went back to California because they just couldn't hack the winters. Well, yeah, because our winners make you have to be made of tougher stuff. Uh, but <laughs> the but Wisconsin is Wisconsin has a very different set of values, right? Than say uh, New York does or California. You don't even have to go to New York. Go or, straight south. Go to Illinois. Illinois, yeah, our our Mexico. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Illinois is Wisconsin's Mexico, and you'll never convince me different. Um, you, you, you go to Mexico, uh, of Wisconsin, right? You go to Illinois and you find yourself in a place where all of the values are different. And even within the state of Illinois, right? If mm -hmm. Illinois is a very long state, if you go to Northern Illinois, that is very much a Midwestern mentality. A lot of it, right? Cause they, yep. the windy city, right? Chicago, they, they get a lot of the same. I mean, you, you can go from Chicago to Milwaukee to, to Fond du Lac to, I mean, all the way up to Fond du Lac, and you can go through all just nothing but town there, and they're all very similar. It's similar weather, everything else. But once you cross a certain point in Illinois, I'd say once you get south of like Bloomington, normal. Yeah, you you wind up in you hear southern accents. Mm -hmm. It's southern. It's I picked yeah, up my Porsche 944 in Centralia, right? Centralia, Illinois, which was coal mining country, by the way, in coal mining country in Centralia, Illinois. So Southern accents, coal mining country. And that's in the same state as Chicago. I'm in the same state as Los Angeles. Yeah. What the hell is in that? San Francisco. Like you, if, you, you can go north. I can go north for an hour and it's pickup trucks and country music and cowboy boots. Well, if you if you were to take just the state of Wisconsin and draw a line about hmm, 15 miles north of Dane County, which is where Madison is, the state capital, draw a line all the way across the state. Everything south of that would identify a lot closer to northern Illinois and Chicago than it would to everything north of that. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, most states, right? There are there are even within the state, you all live in states where you know if you've traveled it that there are chunks of that state that have nothing to do with the rest of the state. Mm -hmm. uh, in Illinois, right? In Illinois, it, it, you you have that difference, but even across the river in Iowa, if yep. you go to the Quad Cities, that's one mentality. Mm -hmm. That is entirely unrelated. Who the hell said to, anything about Iowa, Brett? To to northwestern yeah. Iowa, but uh, uh, Iowa, Iowa. Uh, my buddy Josh Smith, break the cycle. Uh, he moved. He moved from like I don't know, like five miles east of me. He moved from there. He moved from there. Got on a plane, like, and, and he said it was like twelve or or, or like eleven thirty-five the night before, and the California. Uh, shutdowns happen at midnight. So he hopped on a plane like a half hour before the California shutdowns initiated, moved to Iowa for a girl. Now they got kids and, and all the other stuff, but uh, like Iowa, Iowa is, is the quiet one. Like they, they had a mask mandate for about a month and they had the school shut down for about a month. Yeah. And then, mm -hmm. and then that ended. 
Well, in oh, Iowa, yeah. the the cows outnumber the people by a fairly significant margin. I think yes. it's four to one. Yes, um, you, got, you gotta like you gotta like corn, and you have to like ranch dressing to live in Iowa. Well, you have ran, to like to ranch, fair, dressing ranch dressing to live in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's just a northern and western no. thing, man. Like, that's and, and I'm pretty sure the cows outnumber the people in Wisconsin too by a yeah, but, fairly wide margin. Yeah, but I mean, like we like I lived I lived in Cuba City, Wisconsin, which is real close to Dubuque, Iowa. Like I worked in Dubuque at the time and stuff. And but the weird thing was, there's Dubuque and East Dubuque, right? So there's Dubuque, Iowa. And there's East Dubuque, which is in Illinois. And the difference between the two could not have been more stark. Now, don't get me wrong. Dubuque is still a rundown pile of shit. But East Dubuque is an Illinois rundown piece of shit. Well, <laughs> I, I remember. It's funny you say we, that. Hold on. I, I, right. I got a quick story. Funny you say that. Uh, we, I live in, in Antioch. Right next to me is Pittsburgh. Right next to that is a city named Bay Point. Bay Point is just a tiny little shithole town. But it used to be called West Pittsburgh, right? And and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh had really, really bad crime. And the city council of West Pittsburgh voted to change the name and they put it up to the voters to change the name from West Pittsburgh because they didn't want to be associated with Pittsburgh. So they changed it from West <laughs> Pittsburgh to Bay Point. Now Bay Point has more crime than what than Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yep. I mean, but well, it, that, what I was going is... say, Andrew's talking about Dubuque and East Dubuque. I, I drew, I used to live down in the parade. Is there, is there a rebuke? Oh, God. <laughs> well, you should rebuke um, Dubuque if you ever go yes. there. Like, oh, yeah. God. It, it, it would not hurt anybody's feelings if the New Madrid fault caused Dubuque to fall into the Mississippi. <laughs> just, just gone. You can check, we can check it. We can the the New Madrid and the San Andreas at the same time. We couldn't get that lucky. Uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. The but, New Madrid uh, fault but, line to anybody who isn't from the Midwest runs right underneath the Mississippi. It's the one that caused all the sand blows in the Mississippi to run backwards for a while. Yes. It yep. occasionally causes earthquakes in Wisconsin because, fun fact to the rest of the world, Wisconsin gets earthquakes too. Uh, yeah, on top I, of our uh, tornadoes uh, and our anyway, horrific this, blizzards. Yeah, going yeah, going this, back to the this... East Dubuque thing, I remember driving through there one day and er, we were heading back home from Arkansas. We went up that way, going through East Dubuque at two o'clock in the morning. I hear bang, bang, bang. I'm like, ah, we're just gonna press the accelerator. Right, but that's my point. Is like, you can't tell me that those two towns should even have the same name, nope. let alone like be in the same mm -hmm. country. The mentality is so different between even just two towns that are separated by a river a that has river. multiple bridges. That the idea that you would want. Iowa, which is super rural, super agrarian, you know, the home of John Deere, it's cornfields and cows, and it, that's the majority of Iowa. You want that in the same country and ruled by the same kind of laws as <laughs> it's hog shit and chicken shit there, Andrew. Yeah, Brett yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I've oh. dated a few girls from Iowa, I'm not proud of it. Uh, but Me uh <laughs> the but you want that to be governed by the same laws as new orleans as as uh los angeles as new york city as, as atlantic great city. falls montana as seattle yeah. as new york city as 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 cody wyoming as, as or like, as orville california who just declared themselves a constitutional republic yeah you really want 
you, you really, really want, want to throw it, throw places. you know throw that into perspective as mobile ala freaking bama yeah that doesn't make any sense none of that makes sense so if you no, can break that into a if you can balkanize that you can break that into mm-hmm. chunks right now you have separate locations that have completely differing laws that are amenable to the the people in the area mm-hmm. and that yeah. is one step closer to then going okay well now i want individual communities within yes. that state yes to be able to break up and now i want individuals within those mm-hmm. communities yeah there was a break up. um I, I said something to the effect there was a a a, a, to- a post on twitter somebody said something to the effect of if roe versus wade is overturned the blue state should secede and i said absolutely absolutely sure thing. And, and the red <laughs> and the yeah. and and the red cities in those states should succeed or the red counties in those states should succeed yeah. and then the blue yeah, cities should, re- should secede from those counties and, and then the, the red, red neighborhoods should, yep. should recede from or should secede from from those blue cities all the way down right? to the red people yeah. and the blue people yep. the reality the reality is that you are never going to achieve like this is I, and i hate to use the term pragmatism but pragmatically mm-hmm. you are never going to go overnight from the federal government of the united states to independent freedom that that that's not going to happen right no. you're never going to do that so what you need to do is you need to focus on let's break it up make it smaller chunks mm-hmm. and smaller chunks and smaller chunks and if we can get to the point where we have individual cities governing themselves independently of anyone else around them getting individuals to govern themselves is awful easy that's that's super simple yeah to yeah. do that yeah. at that point yeah. you um, have to start somewhere not only that but like again going back to this this article strategic relocation right like as much as people don't like to say it right you know the uh, the free state project is is working right and and it's fantastic i'm happy that they that it's working up there however um that won't work in california their model won't work in california it probably won't work in texas or florida either no no right it won't because there's not enough people i mean the whole point of the the free state project right was to get enough people (laughs) imagine willingly living in alabama I, I would rather not. Um, I have enough no. nightmares, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, Andrew still has nightmares about getting thrown out of Georgia. Yeah, I, I was. I, I'm still banned from the state of Georgia. Yeah, well, I so. might be banned. I don't know, but I was kicked out of the state of Georgia. But any by court order. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, and, I mean, and again, again, because because that won't work here in California. If I have the means or or the ability, why would I stay in California? Yeah. Right, yeah. like I, I value freedom. I value firearms. I value individual choice. Um, I personal liberty and autonomy. California is a terrible fucking place for those things. Should we start a GoFundMe to get Jason out of California? It would cost a lot because I'd have to take my whole family with me. I mean, it so, would be super expensive. We could potentially start a GoFundMe though. I mean, no. hey, Lindsay and I, I are always like, hey, if you just want a break, you, um, you can swing out here, man. I tried. I, I, sell, I tried selling feet picks, and it just it, nobody's buying them. Sorry. I mean, so, you know, it you know, do I need to start do I need to start an OnlyFans with my girlfriends? <laughs> only beard. We'll, we'll start an OnlyFans. Only beard. <laughs> only yeah, beard. Only, yes. <laughs> It'll just it's be just sexy pictures just, of my beard. It's just it's just you brushing your beard. 
Yeah, and you yeah. know, the oil. We'll we'll pour some oil on <laughs> you, there. You know, Jason, if you want to make money on those feet picks, you need to get a hold of Rex Ryan somehow. No, that's the last <laughs> person I want. No one wants so, to get a hold of Rex. Ryan. All right, let's uh, jump all on right. this last article. Speaking of, speaking, of, speaking of reasons for strategic relocation. New York mayor, New York City mayor elect Eric Adams promotes stop and frisk after latest shooting that wounded two officers. New uh, York City mayor elect so well yeah, Eric Adams reiterated well. support for quote stop and frisk in a new op-ed piece published Sunday, uh, reacting to the to this week's Thanksgiving Eve shooting that wounded two police officers. Adams, who will be the city's second black mayor praised the, quote, professional conduct of the NYPD officers uh, handling the suspect, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah, but... <sighs> open fire. Professional conduct because they didn't fucking shoot him? Yes. Um, <laughs> which is actually a statistical oddity for the NYPD. That they didn't shoot anybody, regardless of color. Yeah, um, but, but Vasquez opened fire, shot in the arm, Jacobs returned fire, and thought it was neutralized, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Adams wrote an op-ed for the New York Daily News, uh, quote, yet there are some in our city who would say that these officers never have confronted Vasquez, uh, that he never should have been stopped and questioned. Adams rejected his opponent's calls yep. to, quote, in stop and frisk forever, making the distinction in the op-ed that the tactic, quote, stop, question, and frisk must be reinstated because it can actually help reduce crime, quote, without infringing on personal liberties and human rights. By def of fucking mission, it infringes on your human fucking rights. Hold on, quote. In fact, as American courts have affirmed over the over the many years, stop, question, and frisk is perfectly legal, appropriate, and constitutional tool when used smartly, as opposed to indiscriminately against hundreds of thousands of young black and brown men, as it has been for years in New York City. Uh, not yes, only as, that, not only that, but is a necessary tool whereby police approach uh, someone who fits a witness description or otherwise appears to be carrying an illegal weapon. Ah, uh, yes, as hold the on, founding on, fathers oh, so hold wonderfully more, and notably more. supported. Hold on, one more quote: "The question was never whether stop, question, or frisk should be allowed; it was how it should be done. Those who claimed it should be outlawed entirely." reduced a nuanced issue to an either or argument and unwisely answered it with a blanket band nuanced new i don't think there's a fucking nuance about a bunch of armed individuals (laughs) stopping me arbitrarily on the street and demanding to know where i'm fucking going stop and frisk is constitutional if they appear to be carrying a illegal weapon how would well, you determine except, that it's, it's illegal, not, especially exactly. considering there's, especially, no, there's no illegal weapons? Yeah, especially no, considering that the Supreme Court, yeah, especially considering the, the bearing of a firearm cannot be illegal if you're going by constitutional grounds. Well, not only, well, not that, only that, but was, even the, the the Supreme Court, like even if you go by the, the, the state's own laws, right, and their own bullshit, according oh. to the Supreme Court, the presence of a weapon does not grant a reasonable belief that a crime has been committed. This has been ruled twice uh, yes. that I know of. That's what by I was getting Supreme ready Court. to say. Now, I could see in the city of New York, though, them making the argument that the presence of a weapon 
does insinuate the fact that there's a, a crime afoot. And the reason being is it's practically impossible to get a, a permit or any other legal way to carry a weapon in New York. Yeah. It's that just... would be their argument is they have effectively made it illegal to carry weapons. Which is so what's they... in, in court right now. Um, right. The FPC is fighting for go FPC. Stop question and frisk sounds like the start of a bad porn. Yeah, it it does. It it absolutely does are, sound like to me. Are there good porns? Well, yeah. It, there's I mean there's no 9-11 theme porn yet, so there are no good porns. Okay, so I have a mission in No, life. hold on. Let's let's let's, <laughs> let's continue with this article. <laughs> and we'll anyway, let's stay on no, 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 Okay, okay, okay. But my point is is like first of all. Ah, yes, it's so constitutional because that's definitely in the spirit of the Bill of Rights and the Fourth <laughs> Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Second <laughs> Amendment, that the mere presence of a weapon means, well, you know what? We're going to go ahead and stop you and frisk you. We're going to sexually oh, no, it's, molest it's, it's, you. It's stop, it's stop question and frisk. Oh, yes. We're going so, to so we're, demand we're going, that you so answer we're, we're our going, questions. We're going, we're going to suspend your, your ability to freely travel. We're going to violate your Fourth Amendment and possibly your Fifth uh, in order to determine if we can violate your Second. You know, there, it it's only four out of five. Ago. I mean, it, is yeah, it wasn't that long ago that they beat you up. Don't they violate your Sixth? Yeah, it's, yeah. It, you know, I mean, at this point, it, hey, as long as we're going for, you know, it's. No, I was going to say, it wasn't that long ago I had an interaction with law enforcement where I was just walking down the street and I was, I had my uh, 10 millimeter on the outside of my waistband because I carry it with me when I go hunting. And he started asking me a bunch of questions and my response to every question was, ah, lick my balls. <laughs> I, I love the, the I have the ligama variant. Yeah. I, you know, I, the last time I got pulled over, I had a cop actually ask me, do you know why I'm standing here? I said, cause you got all C's in high school. <laughs> uh, because you couldn't cut if, it as a college, as a college football player. Yeah. And he just glared at me and I'm like, because, no, because you were a pogue and decided oh, yeah. this was the best thing to do. Cause you're a pogue ass motherfucker who just couldn't fucking hack it with the real fucking pipe hitters. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, they hate that, by the way. Oh yeah, they they are. Okay, they all right. Are okay, hold on, hold on. But the As, the no, hang on. on. The, the the entire idea, the entire idea that somebody in government will just declare, oh no, I think it's constitutional. I don't think anyone has ever debated whether or not it's okay. Again, with the squealer thing, like they just want to try and 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 just declare that oh. history doesn't exist, that things that have happened do not exist they want to pretend they want to ignore that everyone i mean even status have gone well, i don't think that's constitutional They're, even they have debated that you guys you guys know i have one more quote right if you say okay. hold on it gets better i'm quote the question should not be whether or not police are allowed to confront suspects it should be how we train them the question should not be whether we have police. It should be how we use them. The question should not be whether judges should have the ability to protect New Yorkers from violent offenders. It should be how we let them. 
I uh no, confront me, motherfucker. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Let's do this. I, it's just this this is the this guy is so fucking jackboot. He is so he's fucking he's guys are all this is this is all on, this is on par with Bloomberg saying that that uh I have the seventh largest army in the world or something like that, right? Referring to the NYPD. Like oh my fucking god. This, this I, I, I would bet the, money that this I would bet money this, this guy this guy has a blue line tattoo somewhere. Oh, guaranteed. Do you oh know what the largest uh, army, if it wanted to be an army in the world, is? Uh, privately armed Americans. Privately armed Americans. We are the largest army in uh, I, the world I, I, by a significant okay. margin. Did you guys I, see that DeSantis was uh, looking to reinstitute the Florida Guard? Hell yeah, that's almost enough to make oh, me want to move to Florida. The thing almost. that stops me is strategic relocation. Florida. Strategic relocation, I'm telling you. Yeah, oh. the, the thing that the stops thing me that from stops moving to Florida are people in Florida. Uh <laughs> no, I can handle people in Florida. It's the hurricanes for me. I no. I you know, I can deal with natural disasters. It's it's oh, mostly Florida man. Uh that <laughs> <laughs> Well, think about it this way. If you were down there, you'd be able to do Florida Man of the Week a lot easier. Well, I mean, yeah. He would be Florida Man of the Week half the time. That's true. Yeah, that's possible. (laughs) I mean, you know, I have Florida Man arrested for wrangling alligator at mini golf course. (laughs) They're delicious. What do you want? (laughs) Florida Man arrested for attempting to impregnate alligator. Hey, I'm not that weird. All right. Uh, hey. to human beings hey I, have you tried it no then you don't know yet well i know I, I i know i know uh no it's uh it's, no, for it's, him it's, it's the teeth he doesn't like teeth alligators alligators are delicious man if you've never had I'm, fried alligator yes. you're missing alligator out. is I'm delicious just, i'm just telling yeah. you uh, uh but have you hit one with a car i haven't <laughs> Thankfully, I've oh, never motherfucker. <laughs> I did almost I did almost hit one with a car. I was actually visiting oh. um, not not the Kennedy Space Center, but the backup one. Right. That's in Louisiana because oh. they had that that backup location. Yeah, um, I was visiting that and I was leaving. And as I was driving, there's the largest fucking alligator I've ever seen just laying in the middle of the road. And I stop and I'm like, what do I do? do like i don't understand dude i grew up in you ireland it, and i live in wisconsin put, i don't know you anything it about it you put it in the back of the car and you take it to the, the to the shelter like you do a cat or a dog <laughs> it's, it's a rescue uh no it's, it's a, a uh it's a rescue I, the, the way his nose is i think he's part doberman yeah it's yeah. i had no like i'm like what do i do if you and look at like, the teeth he's more pug though well, a couple of my friends are like, dude, just, just go around it. And I'm like, around oh, it's taking up the entire road. Where am I gonna go? <laughs> Through the fucking swamp? No, yep. I can't go around this fucking thing. I it needs to move. And it just kept looking at me like, fucking try it, bitch. And <laughs> and I appreciate the attitude of that alligator <laughs> that's facing a 3500 pound death machine. It still was like, fucking try it, bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, you did just roll up on a dinosaur, technically. I mean, but we should all aspire to be that alligator to look well, at it and go, you know, and go fucking drive. I'm just, I'm putting that out there. If the people in New York had their own pet alligators and they were walking them on the street, 
Cops <laughs> would be a lot less apt to stop, <laughs> to stop, question, to stop question and ask. He'd be like, oh, you want to ask me questions? Okay, all right. Alligator! And just... <laughs> you can't you know, charge him with a deadly weapon. It's an animal. You know, I, I often <sighs> wonder if... You got pocket sand? Pocket alligator! I just pocket go in sand. there. Yeah, I just, just fucking go in there. But the important thing is they, to mix they will the pocket sand you. with pocket glitter. So that yes. not only are they blind, but they are permanently sparkly. I was going to say, I mean... <laughs> It's it, it technically they can they will shoot you if you try to use like pepper spray See, now, on them. Now but I want a pet thing. alligator and I want to name it Bubbles. <laughs> oh. All right, let's. Uh, no, I mean, oh, Jesus, I just the whole thing with with New York stop and frisk like it has been inexplicably controversial for, for decades. For, yeah, decades. Yeah. And and I say inexplicably controversial because I don't feel that that should actually be controversial. I don't think that it should be controversial that it is wrong for armed individuals to stop, you know, peaceful people and then demand that they answer for everything. I, I grew up in Ireland, right? And in Ireland... <laughs> They might purr. I don't they know do that, that they I do purr. So many, they, I have so they many do questions, purr. Scott. I, you know, there are animals that I know that purr. Um, Roadrunners purr. Cats purr. Uh, weirdly, gorillas purr. Um, but I don't, I, I don't think I've ever heard that that gators purr until now. I had um, a gator when I was in in Orlando, and yes, it purred. That's that. Okay, that's weird. Um. Petting it, pet it, pet my gator sounds very euphemistic. Um, oh, not my gator, a gator. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. I was just, I'm pet sure my, your gator pet my gator um, sounds like the start of a bad porno, also. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bet my gator. Um, but the uh, oh, no, I just ate a clam. Sorry, I, all right, let's oh, uh, let's no. get this wrapped up. No, so what, can, what I was so gonna say I'll, though is myself. I, I, um, I, I grew up in Ireland, right? And and I grew up moving to certain places where we have uh, walled in districts within the city and it's right on the borders. So you have walled in districts that separate Catholic districts from, um, uh, from Protestant districts. And if you're moving along those, the Garda has the ability and the RUC uh, well RIC, if you um, are moving along there to simply stop you. Mm -hmm. And they will demand to know where are you coming from? Where are you going? Uh, who were you with? Who are you meeting? What are you, you know, what, what kind of uh, identification do you have? Uh, where do you work? Who do you know? Who's your dad? Who's your mom? They, they will ask you all those questions and they have the ability to, because in Ireland you do not have constitutional protections at all. Right. And the sad reality is, although ostensibly on paper, you have those constitutional protections in the United States, you don't actually. But I grew up with stop and frisk. I grew up with that idea that I could be stopped at any time and be asked and had to have an answer. And if you didn't have an answer, they hate you. They had no problem. I mean, I was, I think, uh, nine or 10 years old the first time that I got punched in the gut um by uh, a, a member of the constabulary so like 
I know what that's like. I know what it's like to deal with that everywhere you go, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, that happens. And it's extremely prohibitive, like to know that no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing, you're always going to be stopped. You always risk getting stopped. You always Mm -hmm. risk getting interrogated. And anyone who goes, oh, that's in the spirit of the Constitution is full of shit. No, it's not that even the Constitution (laughs) that is in the spirit of because you're not supposed to have to. Americans were never supposed to have to worry about that Mm -hmm. and worry about that constant. Again, gives even another little, you know, another little check mark in the column of strategic relocation and and balkanization and all this other stuff like like New York, like New York City should not be a part of New York. No, right. New York, no. New York City is a different culture than New York, than upstate New York. Well, you know, it's you just... say the same thing like yeah. we were talking about it with Illinois and with Illinois and Illinois Chicago. and California. You know, we tried that with state of Jefferson, right? Yep. You know, Oregon yeah. and Washington and even Idaho's getting bad now with with Boise and and all their bullshit. So, hell, Utah's getting bad with Salt Lake City versus the rest of Utah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and well. the same could be said for for Colorado because you got Denver and Colorado Springs that are shitholes, mm-hmm. yep. and then you've got the rest of the state that's actually pretty nice. And then, uh, I mean, I'm saying what far western Montana, you know, not Missoula. Missoula is kind of kind of out there. Yeah, Butte but... but West. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, hell, I've considered packing up and moving to the Dakotas, but God damn it. I don't, I like, you know, hills. <laughs> that's why you move. That's why you move to Wyoming, man. Like I, I keep thinking about like Cody looks ever better. If I could actually get a job at the Cody firearms museum, if like Danny, uh, it ever actually listens to this particular episode. I know he's listened to previous ones. If Danny wants to listen to this one, dude, hire me for the love of God. Like just find me a job. I don't care what it is anymore. Like I'll, I'll <laughs> the fucking floors. Yeah, like just like, just hire me, man. Like I would love, I would love to work for the Cody Firearms Museum. It is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And and Cody's shout out, a shout out to Control Pew for having three uh, D printed firearms in the Cody Museum. Hell yeah. yeah, it's yeah, and you know, and and uh, and the curators of that museum, Danny and Ashley, they're they, well, Ashley's curator mm-hmm. emeritus now and stuff. But they're super huh. cool. They're really cool people. And and like I'd love to work for that. And I'd love to live in hills and in mountains and yep. in that beautiful location. Like, and because of the politics, know, I you know, I like, want to be more. I, I used to I used to have this like running joke and I still say it on occasion, but it's like I would much rather have to worry about bears getting in my trash can than a tweaker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Amen. I, I have to worry about tweakers right now. You know, I live so, in hey. a town of fifteen hundred people. I sometimes have to worry about tweakers. So yes. So yeah. on that note, let's get out of here. All right, cool. We doing? Uh, we still doing promos? Or are we just relying on the thing? Just, we got the ticker. We um, got the ticker. Just give a quick shout out. Yeah. So uh, uh, check out uh, thebeardstruggle.com. Use coding Tannerkist. 15 get 15 percent off of your order care for your beard like a viking they have great sense great stuff use it love it it's fantastic also make sure that you check out derica's book think for yourself 
and buy that on Amazon. Check out Poppins Patches. Our boy Dave is super fantastic. He gave me a patch to give away, and no one's won it yet because no one's followed the directions yet again because you guys are a bunch of anarchists and don't want to follow directions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, also, yep. check out uh, Boog Boogie 79. Poppins Patches. In a world yep, full of Karens via Chad. Via Chad. Yep. Amen. Yes. And uh, check out Boog Boogie 79 on Twitter. He makes some super cool stuff, including uh, some awesome patches. He also makes this glorious uh, flag that I have. That's the uh, Boog Unity flag. Up, he makes, eh, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Uh, he also makes this uh, beautiful gator that he also sent me, um, as well as a patch and a number of patches. Um, I'm waiting on my Wisconsin uh, Boogaloo pat or flag oh. to show up. Check him out as Me well. Too. Do we have anything else? Do we, um, we cover everybody? Don't don't be afraid or go if you're on Twitter, go out there and follow Phoenix Ammunition. Those guys are phenomenal. Yeah, that's oh, F yeah. E, that's F E N I X. Yes, yep. ammunition. Mm-hmm. They're great. They are the ones who destroyed Christopher Titus and made him make his oh, page uh private. Phenomenal. Uh, he still hasn't changed his phone number, by the way. Uh, last I checked as of a couple of days ago. Um, <laughs> so that was a glorious thing. And, uh, you know, be sure to bully your for, local leftists. I was going to say, for anybody who was unaware of this fact, a while ago we had uh, Trashman, Oldman, and Magnus on. And the whole reason that episode happened is because one of the people that works for Phoenix is friends with those guys yeah, and, and, and Bonnie. told them. He yep. told them yep. that we called them a bunch of commies. So yes, um, <laughs> she should bully. She should I, bully was, them because I know she's going to listen to this again. She that should was bully a fantastic them episode. Absolutely, that was phenomenal episode. Yeah, they, they should come back on, especially Mag- like I would love to have those guys on. Like have Oldman Trashman on again. Mm-hmm. I love to have Magnus on. We need again. to get we need to get bully Trashman them. on again for for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like that, that would be super. Um, yeah, see, you guys. If we do that, then we got to have Derek on, and then we have Andrew, we have me, we have a Cran Eater. And we have a Navy person. We got everybody. Yeah. And a civilian. And a civilian. Yeah. And, uh, and our lone civvy host. <laughs> I'm the, the only one that knows how to push the buttons. So. Yeah. Oh, that's no, true. But... <laughs> All right. On that, note, with a <laughs> on that note, you guys got anything left? Nope. I got nothing. Going once, going twice. Sold. Love, peace, so. and chicken grease. What? Bacon grease. Chicken grease. Um, go grease. check out uh, Montana Daily Gazette. There's a fantastic op-ed piece written by Lyman Bishop. Uh, he is the owner of Hoplite Armor. Um, he wrote a piece uh, advocating for Montana secession. And it's a really good read. Lyman is an intelligent man. Yeah, so. absolutely. And if anybody knows anybody who would like to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> please give them my info because I like free things and I will... Happily, pimp all of your shit. That that is uh, kind of a universal thing here. Yeah, Andrew. Andrew <laughs> is a patch prostitute. He really is. I oh man, I am such an addict to to morale patches. It's yeah. horrible. So. You hear that, Liz? He would do well, dirty, dirty things grunt, for new Andrew, patches. Not surprising. Yep. <laughs> no. All right. On that note, we will uh, catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.